This is CliffCentral.com. Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Leon Segev, on CliffCentral.com. Okay, and this is another episode of Talking Tech with CliffCentral.com. My name is Leron Segev, and we are live today from Ravonia. Ravonia, Santon, you know, one of those places. So I have to tell you that MTN is sponsoring the show. This is sponsored by MTN Business. What do we need just about more than anything in today's digital world? It's protecting your data. Well, MTN Business has the solution. Something that can look after your bottom line, grow your top line, safeguard your data. That's MTN Business Cloud. MTN Business Cloud has been created to build African businesses and is powered by the world-leading cloud solution from Microsoft. Big and small businesses can benefit from this true hybrid cloud solution, leveraging MTN's global network. For more information, email sales at mtnbusiness.co.za or visit mtnbusiness.co.za. That's mtnbusiness.co.za or go directly to the website mtn.co.za. Welcome to the new world of business. I have a big company with many sites across Africa, each needing a hefty investment in hardware and software. And it's such a waste. So many resources are unused for most of the month. You need MTN Business Cloud, powered by Microsoft technology. Our scalable solution enables you to manage your infrastructure, which allows you to buy exactly what you need. With a footprint covering over 23 countries, isn't it time you found out about the cloud solution built to build African businesses? Welcome to the new world of business. Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Leon Segev, on cliffcentral.com. Okay, and we are back on. Oh, you're that. <laughs> All right, so back on air. Uh, today in studio, we have got Claire. Hello, Claire. Hello, hello. Oh, I even pushed the right button. Hello. Check, we go. Look at you. I'll tell you what, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You're going to be running this day soon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, how was your weekend? Fine and yours. All right. Good. Did you have a, like a tech-filled week last week? Jeez, um, it was rough. Yes, yes, yes. It, it was, was rough, right? hectic. Yeah, yeah, but good stuff happening today, right? Yes, I think so. I think I so. I hope so. Okay. <laughs> so in this episode, we're going to be talking about the future. So we're going to time travel into the future. Dun, and, dun, dun. and we're going to work out if you stuff that you need to do today to make sure that you're not irrelevant in in the future. Um, and to help us do that, we've got Mark from IDC, who's going to be joining us shortly. Um, but firstly, we have to identify what's going on in South Africa. Right. And that's kind of the, 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 first, the first play of action. So, um, you know, what we, is going on in South Africa? Yeah, got issues. If we if we only <laughs> we knew, I tell you, what, maybe government should read something. I'm just <laughs> putting it out there. Um, but um, you know, you, we, you use Twitter, you use yes. social media. What, what are your What are your favorites? What do you use? Um, oh goodness, this weekend somebody told me that Facebook is for old people, yeah, and Twitter oh, is for youngsters, oh, oh, and that, that. kind of hurt because <laughs> um, I think Facebook is maybe for people that are a bit slower again i don't mean to offend anyone because i'm part of that group i right, like to right. read the same status over and over and over again okay, refresh, refresh. The same timeline <laughs> no but i think sometimes twitter can be a bit hectic it's just a lot of information everybody's got an opinion about something you know yeah, but i think that they're very different i mean yeah. at the end of the day that twitter is kind of the decay rate of twitter is so quick so if you not happen to be in front of your screen that's gone Do- exactly okay. whereas facebook you will scroll down to try and look what your mates are doing the problem is the kids are um, you know I, I look at i look at kind of facebook as book club right you know you, what do you do at book club you tell them where you're going on holiday what did you buy yes. what's your new car yes. okay and that's all you're doing is blah 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 yes and kids don't want to hang out where their parents hang out no and what's quite funny is that in the past parents will say you may not go onto facebook then they realize it's a good way to track what their little kids are up to to go you will go on <laughs> yeah. facebook yeah i will be your friend yeah mm. so kids are off to like something like instagram do you snapchat your kids on facebook no kids are not allowed on facebook they're okay. too young um, their Facebook has got an age limit, and yes. we'd like to stick to that. Did you know WhatsApp had an age limit too? Seriously? 16. Oh, lots of people not abiding by that. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, my kids I'll on. have to get rid of it now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> such a nice try. <laughs> Redeeming yourself for the Facebook comment. Even our guest is laughing. <laughs> yeah, um, do, do you use like Snapchat? Um, I don't use Snapchat. I don't trust it. I don't know why. Okay, so now to me, Snapchat is a bit of an anomaly because. Snapchat started off by being those people who took a picture and they sent it to someone and that could disappear instantly and you couldn't take a screenshot. Mm. And if you did, the, the person knew that you did. Mm. 
So to me, that just screamed dodgy, like well, all over the place. Exactly. Except Snapchat has kind of evolved, and now brands are using it. And it's becoming videos that you can save, and now because before you couldn't, but now you can save them for 24 or 48 hours. I don't know. I'm still a bit confused about it. Right. Okay, that, I mean, and if you want to call old, probably Snapchat is kind of my, I'm just not accepting this as a product. Yep, yep, okay. yep, yep. Um, things like YouTube, though, loving. Love YouTube. Okay, so, I mean, the Bermuda Triangle of YouTube, you know, you start off looking at how-to and you land up watching two cats shag on a chandelier. But, you know, my thing about YouTube is, is it really a social network? No, completely. Because you, you can comment, you can like, you can respond, you can interact. Mm. That's social network. You see, I suppose I'm used to social networks having something about typing out an opinion rather than actually no, typing out an opinion. No, no, absolutely. Mm. But I think you need to be either be in front of the camera or behind the camera kind of person. Something. So if you're one of those who like, ooh, look at me go, then <laughs> yeah. social media kind of is fine for you. Yeah. Okay. No, so okay. I suppose. But I think let's go find out if um, – if um, you know someone can give us much, much, much more information, right. it's going to be Arthur Goldstuck, who's yes. going to be on, joining us now. If I can just push the right button, is I am Arthur on? Arthur? Oh, okay, no, Arthur's still not with us. He's still trying to trying to trying to Skype in. Um, but I think Arthur's released quite a nice, um, quite a nice report, right. kind of basically identifying what is the social media landscape in South Africa. And that's the one we want to kind of and get. And it's just 2015. Yeah, I mean, they, do it, they do it yearly. And it's one of those reports that kind of, it really kind of puts a peg in the ground saying, right. in South Africa, what's going on? Because right. we understand there's an international scene, yeah, but we, we need to know what's going, what's going on. Yeah. All right, let's try Arthur again. Arthur, are you with us? Hi, Jerome. Yes, I am. Hi. How you, how you doing, mate? Very well, thank you. Hi, everybody. Hello. So, Arthur, we're talking about kind of social media and what's happening in South Africa, and um, obviously your latest your latest report is kind of ideal to make that happen. Tell us, what are the numbers? What are we looking at? Well, the uh, most significant figure, I guess, is the one that's not necessarily the biggest social network yet, and that is the uh, Instagram growth in South Africa, which already the year before, last year when we released our report, was the fastest-growing social network in South Africa, uh, reaching something like uh, 1.1 million. So uh, apparently at that stage, not being uh, massive, but the growth rate showing that it had massive potential. And that's exactly what um, was re- was realized this year. Let's say the potential was, in fact, uh, realized because uh, we saw 133% growth in Instagram usage in South Africa. Wow, wow, uh, that's that's in, uh, an incredible um, growth figure when you consider that um, the mature social networks are growing at between 10 and 20% a year. So what that represented in numbers was it went up from 1.1 million last year to 2.68 million uh, this year, wow. which starts sounding like a really serious number. And, and what do you attribute to that to? We've uh, talked quite a lot about the likely factors behind it, and it's an intensification of what we were saying last year is that the market is moving towards more visual Mm. uh, social uh, networks and just generally speaking, a more visual content. So a a visually oriented site or uh, service is going to get far more um, growth at this stage than the traditional text-based services or social networks and the like, those are, are big, and they're still way ahead of the visual networks, but the, the growth rate we're seeing mm. tells us that people who are coming onto social uh, networks and uh, people who are wanting to get more out of social networks are gravitating strongly towards the visual ones. And there I'm talking specifically Instagram and YouTube. But the beneficiary in the, in the medium term of that trend will also be Facebook because of its growing emphasis on video yeah. Okay, now we, we were told we were old because we used Facebook. Um, if Facebook has video, does that make us young again? Are we part of the core crowd again? Please, <laughs> Please say yes. The correct answer is yes. Nothing else is acceptable. We might lose Arthur. The sky. I hope you all heard that. Arthur Goldstock yes. just we go. told us we are young. And cool, and cool. He said and cool. cool. <laughs> I, have to, I have to tell you, you've been cool all along. It's actually the, the uncool people who, who, who have the attention span of an ant who think that uh, Facebook has become um, uncool. You're Just because the 13-year-olds are posting their selfies on Instagram doesn't mean that uh, Facebook suddenly is uncool. And that's essentially what's happening because Facebook doesn't lend itself too well to 
the the obsession with posting reams and reams of photos of yourself. Yeah. Um, you you've had, you've had that on Facebook for uh, a good few years. Um, a, a lot of people looking back on their timelines will be quite embarrassed to see the album after album of selfies, <laughs> usually with themselves and a friend, especially um, girls tend to um, post photos of themselves with uh, friends and they, they'll take 50 pictures and then also um, change the coloring and the, um, the effects on those pictures so that they have another 50 plus another 50 and <laughs> then they have 150 pictures of, of pretty much the same pose. But, but, uh, so, uh, uh, you were doing so well. <laughs> Claire's now decided she's walking out. <laughs> no, but, sorry, but, sorry, but, sorry about that, but I would edit my, uh, <laughs> my, my, my timeline if I were you. But, 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 but it is right. I mean, you know, for every one photo that makes it online, you gotta know there's lots which are just sitting on data cards and, and cloud no computing. Oh, that's what it is. It's a joke. And now really. tell us about YouTube, because YouTube seems to be kind of up and coming in a bigger way. Uh, yes, well, it's not growing as fast as it was previously, but if you looked at last year's growth, uh, for example, you saw uh, this, this, this massive increase, um, where it also grew by uh, something like 53%, not quite 100% that Instagram did, but it reached 7.2 million last year, um, from around the uh, 5 million mark or so. And so we thought, well, it's obviously slowing down, but this year, um, a more modest percentage increase, 15%, but the number it reached was 8.28 million, which again is massive in a country where supposedly we don't mm. have enough bandwidth, bandwidth. for uh, YouTube. Uh, and are those, those 7.2 million, are those monthly active users or those, what are those? Uh, that's monthly active users. Okay, so, so it's not, so I mean, but that's quite a significant that's number. Huge. I mean, for exactly what you're saying, for a country that keeps on complaining about our data costs and our bills, um, I mean, that, 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 that's a number that brands, companies should be really taking notice of. Precisely, precisely. Um, the, the, the very fact that people are willing to endure mm. um, the, the, uh, the slings and arrows of outrageous bandwidth for the sake of watching video tells you how appealing video, in fact, is mm-hmm. in this market. Yeah, especially buffering is, is, is a, a term that everybody knows, having to live in this exactly. continent. Arthur, do you think there's exactly. room for a local sort of social network? I.e. Mixit, uh, well, Exit, no, no, no. Left. Yeah, Mixit, I think, can... <laughs> Mixit is, was the local uh, network. And, in fact, Mixit was huge before Facebook came what's along. What's it like now? And it's, uh, it's about, it's, they've just announced that they're closing down, basically. Oh, shame. Uh, so what you had was last year a massive what drop. At the end of last year, you had 2.7 million, yeah. which was almost half of what it was the year before. So they hadn't announced new numbers until um, this little announcement last week. But we had anticipated it. We, in looking at the significant growth, dropping down to 2.7 million last year after being 4.5 million the year before, uh, was serious. And mm. it, it meant that uh, they were definitely on their way out. So when, when they announced that they were closing, they also announced that they had dropped to 1.27 million users. And that's staggering from a network that had 10 million active users just five years ago. But part of the problem wasn't so much that there isn't room for a local network. Part of the problem was that they didn't see the competition coming. They were so dominant that they thought nothing could um, beat them. Oh, that's just so typical, this, really. This, yeah, it's very sad. There was this institutional complacency yes. um, at work. And I remember even BBM, when it started rising, I raised it with them. And I said, are you guys concerned about BBM? No, no, it's not a threat. It's not going to affect us. It's not the same target market. Oh. Uh, well, that's the beginning of the end. It's <laughs> the downfall of most technology so, yeah. companies. Well, hey? so said Kodak and Hoover. And, yeah. You know, we, Nokia. We, so Blackberry Ooh, and Nokia. Nokia. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and also the good old Netscape Navigator when Microsoft yep. sure. came off the Internet Explorer. They said, no, those guys don't get it. But I think that's kind of indicative of the time. The competition isn't from who you expect it to be. You know, in the past it was if you're a retailer, you look to your left and to your right, and those were your competitors. These days, it could be anyone around the world uh, who wasn't traditionally your competitor, i.e., Uber taking, you know, Airbnb taking on the the big the biggest people there are on the planet, being a software. So it's coming from exactly. everywhere, right? Exactly. The fact that one person sitting in a bedroom can create an app that can take out uh, your entire business tells you that you've got to be very alert and you've got to be very responsive. That is the one thing Mixit wasn't. They weren't responsive what was happening around it. 
And I think they've taught everyone a lesson. Everyone, anyone who gets a dominant position or a strong position in, in the market has to be highly responsive. Yeah. And uh, I guess um, we, we were taught that at a very high profile level by BlackBerry and uh, Nokia, sure. Nokia yeah. especially. Absolutely. So, um, no, last, last question. I uh, just wanted to know about Pinterest. Sorry to interrupt. Mm. How are they doing? Uh, Pinterest is uh, flat. In fact, it's uh, fallen a little bit. Pinterest hasn't really given the market a significant reason to uh, take it up. It, it's a fun environment. Yeah. Uh, when I do play in Pinterest, I enjoy it. Um, I, I like to put up pictures of whiskey stalls with uh, funny <laughs> captions. But uh, it's, it's an indulgence on my part. And uh, most people using Pinterest are really indulging them, their, their own whims. And mm-hmm. occasionally, their whims um, strike a chord with millions of others. Yeah. But it doesn't happen as often on Pinterest as it does on Instagram or YouTube, for example. So you're saying YouTube and, and um, Instagram, they've done the best for the last year. Yeah. Yeah. And I think inst- Instagram has killed off – not killed, but in- inst- Instagram has um, – if I may use this weekend's uh, incidents, Instagram has kicked um, Pinterest into touch. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> They they won't be Pinterest oh, won't shame. be competing in the finals. <laughs> no, okay. uh, but but these these up and comers as well, like the Snapchat, which weren't previously on the list, which you got to keep an eye on. Did you just say the Snapchat? The Snapchat. You just said the Snapchat. It's, it's like the Facebook. It's the Facebook and the WhatsApp. <laughs> Have you been on the YouTube yet? <laughs> the Twitter. Oh wow, my line's breaking up so badly. <laughs> this is terrible. Um, Arthur, to get you, to get a copy, kind of uh, now you, you you've released kind of um, the the social media reports. Um, to get a hold of that, how can people just do a Google? For um, us? People can co- uh, contact me uh, on Arthur at WorldWideWorks.com. They can also follow my uh, Twitter uh, feed, Arthur. Uh, R2G, A-R-T, the number two, and G-E-E. And I continually uh, reference the social media data and uh, also um, we'll have a summary available that people can download as well. And I'll have links to that as well that I'll provide via Twitter. Cool. So I'm, I'm intending, hmm. by the way, to put up a presentation of our findings on Instagram at some point. Oh, that would be interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, Testing a new brand. Right. <laughs> exactly. But right now, uh, I'm playing with uh, street art on Instagram, so I don't want to make it um, uh, too disruptive. I'll disrupt myself at some point. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, but I think Twitter is probably a great one. Um, you can, can you can tweet some links as well um, after this? We'll reference, we'll yes, reference that. Uh, yes, indeed. In, in fact, if you follow my timeline, you'll see there's been some discussion in the last few days on, uh, on this study with right. uh, various people posting some of the data from the study. Fantastic. Cool stuff. Oh, that's always a pleasure. Thank you for making the time for us. Thank you. I appreciate your time. All right. Have a good night. Bye. 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 This is cliffcentral.com. Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. All right. So that was quite cool. Just kind of giving us a, an idea of what's going on in South Africa. I think kind of – so we, we're officially cool again, by the way. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. Right. Are we, we back to the Facebook? Yes. Okay, so we're fine. Um, all right, so now Mark has been listening to all this laughing at us going, ha, ha, ha. He had <laughs> uh, a giggle yeah, as well. Giggle. All right. Snort. Um, <laughs> all right, so Mark is from, um, from the IDC. Um, his official title says Mark, uh, Mark Walker, Associated Vice President, Sub-Saharan Africa, IDC, Middle East, Africa, and Turkey. It probably says PTO on his card, but I can't read that other side and as well. And breathe in. <laughs> and breathe in. Right. How's it, Mark? Very well. Thanks, Laura, and yourself. Excellent. Excellent. So I think one of the big things that we, um, you know, we all know what's going on around us. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we'd like to kind of to chat to you about is putting on those futuristic goggles and saying, fast forward a couple of years, what does this landscape look like? And a lot of people are in business and they've woken up too late to the YouTube trend, to the Instagram trend. And I don't want to make that same mistake again. So I think kind of that's where roughly we want to we want we want to go with the conversation. Absolutely, you okay. ha- you're happy with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. So people, if you want to join in, um, send us a tweet to at cliffcentral.com. Um, on WeChat, we Cliff Central. Um, you have a Twitter account, don't I you? I do. It's Claire Petra, C L A R E P E T R A. Otherwise, get a hold of me. It's at Liron underscore S E G E V. Uh, Mark, are you on the social network? Yeah, thing? absolutely. Mark Walker, thirty six. 36. Is that the Twitter? That's the, the Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, the Twitter. <laughs> All right. So, Mark, tell, tell us kind of where we're at. What's sure. going on and what, what, what should people be waking up to? 
I think you know what what Arthur has, has, has shared about the South African market is very true, and the, the the key things that you have to look at here is the the, the demographic. So youthful people are, are the biggest adopters and the fast adopters, and they the trends that they 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 typify are going to define what the future is going to look like. The old fogies as well, they're mm-hmm. kind of done. You know, that's uh, they they've done their the email and some of them are still sitting on email, which is quite quite interesting, <laughs> <laughs> especially at the corporates. But anyway. Um, the, you know, so the new, new social media is uh, is about platform. It's about accessibility. It's about speed. It's about speed. And then on top of that, you've got to also consider what is the what is the the, the, the commercial model or the economic model that drives it as well. So you got to look at all these aspects mm-hmm. and you see okay, where's it going from here. So if if you if you want to jump into this business, where do you go from here? Okay. So first of all, um, you want to, you want to look at what 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 is the th- what is getting bought, what is getting used the most. And what you're seeing is it's the younger people. When I say younger, 18 to, to like around 30. Okay. Which is so already. close. Oh, <laughs> almost there. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, younger people. Okay. We're, we're, and and wh- how, they, how are they doing and what are they doing using mobile technology, mobile phone technology, and to, to make impactful decisions in their own personal lives and also their work lives. So what, the, you know, what you're seeing is that they're going off to these um, banking apps, making their lives easier. They look, they're looking at social apps to, to interact with each other and not having to leave the room kind of thing. Um, you know, I think one of the, the things that people tend to overlook is the impact of traffic. Right. How long does it take you to get you? Well, mm-hmm. is it easier to do it over Skype? Is it mm-hmm. easier to do just Twitter, email? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think these are the things that you start seeing. So where, where's it going? Where, where, what's going to drive the thing? Um, YouTube will always be there. Um, Facebook will always be there. Twitter will be there. Snapchat will be there. Pinterest, all of them will be there. But how they get used will be to suit the individual. Right. And I think that's, that's what makes the difference. I think that's the appeal, yeah, isn't it? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and I think you, kind of you touched like, on a couple of points just to pick, to pick those up. Like something as simple as traffic. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen the smartphones now evolve so much that if you've put in your destination of your next appointment, it will alert you to say, heavy traffic, you should leave now. Amazing. Amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, the, so I think kind of the more that we carry these mobile phones with us, the more part of our lives they're going to be. And they're starting to tell us what to do now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will leave now or you will be late. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 ma'am. But uh, I've just bought the Apple Watch and the, okay, you need to get up now and exercise. You need to have a drink of water. You need, I feel like I'm controlled by a robot, <laughs> gladly controlled by a robot, but still, like, I know it's helping me, but it's just you've moved this much. This is how many calories you've done. Mm-hmm. And then before I go to bed, I know I'm jogging around the house <laughs> to get those numbers up, you know, but that's how it is. It, kind of the whole thing is that um, the computers are smarter than we are. Okay? We know that that's a fact. Okay? No, nobody's going to dispute that. I suppose. Okay, most people. Okay. <laughs> um, but I suppose with, with, with autonomous vehicle as, 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 as the kind of the typical kind of buzzword example that's going on, if you have a city that's own, or an area or a zone that's only got autonomous vehicle, your fatality rates are going to be zero. Mm. Okay, I mean, there's no dispute about that. The, even if it crashes at blue screens of death and dies, you're not, your person inside the vehicle is going to be protected. The problem comes in when you try and mix humanoids <laughs> with with their computer well, counterparts, really. and now we have an issue. Yeah. Okay. To 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 Claire's point, you know, you're saying you feel like you, your your life has been run for you by a robot, and I think it's a, it's a question is we, we all forget it's just like watching too much TV or whatever. Um, there is a thing called an off button. <laughs> you know, yeah. We all kind of forget forget that we get caught up in mm. the in the technology, but we get, at the end of the day we get to choose. Mm. We get to choose. Well, do I wa- do I want to be woken up? Do I want to just rely on my own intuition to get me from A to B, or am I going to use ways? Sure. You know, I'm going to use ways, but yeah. 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 in ways we trust. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, no, but, but it's, 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 it's exactly that. But I think it boils down to a lot of the whole instant gratification that we've mm-hmm. come accustomed to. So oh, now, 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 yeah, now. Like I want it now. Mm. Whereas in the past, I think the stats was you waited 10 days for a brand to come back to you, and that was absolutely fine. Mm. Now it's 10 minutes. It's like I've tweeted them. They haven't responded. Oh, my God. What's going on? Especially Bad on customer the weekends. Services. It's the worst. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag brand fail. Okay. I mean, because oh, my, my pet hate is that you've double ticked on WhatsApp. You've clearly read it. Why haven't you responded? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I'm on the toilet. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm busy. I have a life. Left it open. For example. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's kind of what it boils down to is that we've trained, conditioned ourselves not to use the off button. 
Um, and people who go away, I saw a great resort in the Drakensberg, which mm-hmm. now advertises no cell phone signal. That's their pulling point because they say if you're going on conferences, so many people are underneath their desk tweeting and you know, messaging and like they're back in the office, mm-hmm. you haven't got their attention. Mm. Going into a zone that's completely cell phone free all of a sudden now becomes very appealing. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in the past, we were thinking, how dare you not sell cell phone signal? Yeah. This is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk out of media consumption. Mm-hmm. You know, we currently, you know, I look at it as I'd rather push play than read. Mm-hmm. And, and I think kind of most people are the same, um, except for Claire. She'd rather read because she has a job as a writer, so she wants people to read. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so on my... I want to correct their spelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we're so going to have words. Because um, like for me, like I run the, like a technical blog, and what I've realized is that as soon as I add a YouTube video to that, if people would rather push the play, watch it, and then perhaps they might copy and paste some of the tips within the article itself. Um, is that kind of what you find yeah, in the absolutely. trends, guys? And we're seeing it like with emojis as well. Um, oh, right. it's, 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 there's, there's certain hotels now where you can emoji. You, you wake up in the, the, the Friday, Saturday morning in the hotel, big night out. Um, you really need that, that anti-hangover breakfast. <laughs> um, you just send the emoji for an anti-hangover breakfast, and it arrives at your door. So it's, it's literally one click. Wow. <laughs> okay. I've also heard something similar wow. about a pizza restaurant. Yeah, yeah. You order your toppings through emojis. Yeah. I so mean, this could go horribly wrong uh, quickly. Uh, if you push the wrong thing, well, you're see, in massive trouble. So, so here's, 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 I mean, immediately kind of, I think the age, uh, I mean, the technology adoption kind of mm-hmm. age gap starts to show you instantly. I'm thinking, I'm going to push the wrong button. It's going to arrive with stuff I don't want. A poop on it. Uh, for, Imagine. <laughs> okay. You push the poop well, button. that's what you push, sir. <laughs> okay. Whereas, like, like the kids will be going, amazing, never speak oh, yeah. to a human ever exactly. again. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But uh-huh. we see that. I mean, with, with, with you, Liron, you do the technical blog. Well, a couple of guys in Canada that also do a similar kind of thing. And they, they, they people don't read the stuff. Mm. They, they do stuff now and they want to see it. They, they, I speak to my kids and the, when they, they're very into their computers and stuff. They look at it and they say, well, they look at, the, if you want, track their eyes, what are they doing? They're looking, okay, this is going to, they look at how long is, is this going to be for? Right, if it's less than three minutes, I'll watch it. Yeah. And they'll watch it rather than because it's interesting. And you got to you got to get that old journalist thing. You got to get your byline or your or not your tagline right. If that tagline in the first few, the descriptor doesn't describe what's in that video, you guys will just move on to the next thing. But there's so much content out there they can. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think we're going to start seeing? I mean, YouTube has inc- introduced this re- YouTube Red, mm-hmm. which you pay ten dollars a month for, and you won't see any ads. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not convinced it's a thing yet. Um, because we've been conditioned to press the skip button. Well, wait five seconds, press the skip mm-hmm. button, and save myself the $10. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if YouTube now starts to force people to watch the entire ad without a skip button, a lot more people will opt for that $10. Absolutely. Um, do you see content being behind a paywall, going back towards being behind the paywall? Look, at the end of the day, there's got to be an economic model to support it. Um, so, you know, look at Google, their economic model. Look at New York Times and, or Washington, mm-hmm. you know. Um, th- those there, there's specific models there to make money. You, you, you know, I, I think Claire would hate it if nobody paid her paid her for her writing. She she studied, she took time, she 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 researched, she put the thing she together. Does pay <laughs> <laughs> they call that paying. <laughs> how, many, how many rand per week? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I, th- I think that it, there's got to be some kind of a recognition thing. Otherwise, yeah. if you look at the music rights industry as a as a precursor, yeah. you know, is music better now because people are really tended not to pay for it anymore um, or is it just becoming very homogenous it becomes all very same so you don't actually care right. so real real innovation real creativity is being put by the wayside because people can't make money out of it when I, and I, I don't mean make money as in make tons of they can't make a living out of it anymore so it goes back to like a minstrel model guys and plays plays gigs mm-hmm. and he, he, he publish self-publishes on the web yeah. and he hopes it makes it through yeah you know so i think that this it's disrupted that entire let's say the management and music rights industry out but, uh, you know, I think that, that that's the danger of the, of, of the entire thing. I suppose it swings both ways mm-hmm. then. So if you've got really, really good stuff um, that's not available anywhere, anywhere else, um, you know, like, like a Wall Street Journal where very specific deep analysis stuff happens behind a paywall, if you want that kind of stuff, you, you'll be able to get it, but you've got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think nobody has, has an issue with that. I think the big issue comes in when they start to charge you for the same stuff you can read in 30 other sites um, virtually word for word. But that's the thing. People are happy to pay for quality. 
Yeah, you know? and we and we've seen that. Look at the likes of like Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, people will pay a monthly subscription fee as long as there's no ads because they want to get the they yeah. want to get mm-hmm. the, the, the information. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's that's where. Well, let me ask this: the likes of like DSTV, um, uh, are they adapt or die kind of situation? Are they going to have to go towards a Showmax kind of idea? Where streaming content, you know, pay I for that. I think a blended model is the only way they can go. Um, um, they're not going to kill the golden goose. Well, yeah, moment, the subscription thing. Sure. But you know, I, th- I definitely see as they go in the future, they've already got the Showtime thing going. Yeah. You know, so that that and and uh, the thing is, they're also moving to a very competitive space. If you look at Telcom and those guys, they also starting to do that. Mm. Okay? Everybody's doing. Mm. Everybody's getting to that game. But to your point on you know blocking, the, the, what about ad blocker? Mm-hmm. You know, ad blocker. Everybody I know just about uses ad blocker these days. Right. So it might not work on the YouTube, but on the rest of the content. So how, how yeah, do you, if you're an advertiser, how sure. do you, or a, a publisher, how do you motivate people to pay for your but, site? Absolutely. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I originally had a big problem with ad blockers because you know, I run a blog. I get you know I get I run ads on the blog mm-hmm. on the blog fund. Um But I've I've seen what's going on when I surf myself to kind of other sites. Some of the sites have gone ridiculous. Before you even start, there's an audio v- pops up and then there's a video that pops up and you've got to accept and deny. And 30 clicks later, you haven't even read the content yet. And you've yet. got three windows open and three I don't know what's videos going on anymore. at you. It's I mean. just, it just gets ridiculous, yeah, sure. which is why so for that, I support the ad blockers. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think a lot of the ad blockers do give you an exception. Mm-hmm. So if you have a site that's really cool and does have some quality ads, because believe it or not, there is such a thing as a quality mm-hmm. ad you know, that really offers some value. Um, then you can just put those in the exception list and it, and, it, and it doesn't block it. But I suppose we, again, going back to the whole instant gratification thing, we want stuff now. I don't want to click 30 mm-hmm. ads before I'm allowed to even mm-hmm. see, if I, even I like the stuff. Mm. Um, let me see it first and then you know what, maybe I'm willing to watch your ads because it is, it really is that good. Um, I like the example of what KLM is doing where they say anything you tweet us will answer in less than an hour. And they've got a live thing on their site showing how quickly it took them to answer the last query. So they're keeping everyone honest. Clever. They're keeping it open there. But from a customer services point of view, it gives you this whole feeling of I'm stuck in an airport somewhere. Don't worry. In less than an hour, I'll be sorted. Or somebody will at least get back mm-hmm. to me. That's a good thing. Yeah. But, so you can learn from this. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I say what? As a whole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um, but so if we're talking customer services, the – um, you know, in the past it was, I'm really upset with brand, with a certain retailer. I would go home, I would run, write a strongly worded letter, and I would send it to head office. Now it's from the queue. People are tweeting, saying how ridiculous it is, and somebody tends to get back to you. How is that going to change going kind of fast forwarding a bit? No, I think it's the market of one. You know, right. people are becoming more and more powerful, and it's uh, saw a great, a, a great banner over the weekend of a big fish facing down. A whole bunch of little fish, but in the shape of a big fish. Right. You know, yeah. so it becomes it becomes a collective. Okay. Um, the the more the, and what happens on the, the Twitter feeds, if you if you're at a CRM company, like you're going to look at it and see well how many common threads are coming through here. You know, all the guys constantly complaining about this one thing, because mm-hmm. then it's going to escalate within the company. They'll they'll mm-hmm. correct the problem mm-hmm. for the individual, but but they will also be analyzing big using big data and analytics to see are there are there common threads here. Because this is how they keep their sword shop. You know, no, they, they've got to re- remain more and more competitive. I, I mean, that's where it's going to go. Because a lot of them do use these ORM tools, online reputation management tools, and and I suppose the good ones need to. Um, but just so that people know, even if you can't afford those large tools, something as simple as Google Alerts, which oh, is yeah. free, yeah. you go onto it, you put some keywords that you want to that you want to monitor, and every time something comes up about your brand or your keyword, you're notified, mm-hmm. and you can. Make it better. You know, it's not going to be a hundred percent, but at least it gives you an idea of what's going on out there. Because people are talking about your company, you just want to be part of that conversation and, and it, not ignore it completely. And it goes back to us saying you need to be aware of what's going on around you. Because if you, you know, if you're a like a big fish, you're not going to. And somebody else comes along and leapfrogs you. You, sure. you know, you could have mm-hmm. seen it coming. Uh, but you just didn't sit there with your eyes open, really. I think the days of the, the companies are having the excuse, well, we didn't know. We didn't know, yeah. It's gone. I didn't they, see it if coming. If they didn't see it coming, they, oh. they, that's a big problem. I think yeah. of a food, a food company, a manufacturing food company. They, they, in the old days, you get a packet of biscuits and half the biscuits are broken. You'd mm. phone them or you'd write a letter and two weeks later, a rep would come by and give you a bag of biscuits. Right. You know? That doesn't happen like that anymore. The, the reality now is you get onto Hello, Hello Peter, you get onto the, the, sure. the tweeting, and you can really do a lot of brand damage, damage in a very, very short time. 
Yeah, Absolutely. I think that's, that's where the, the future lies. But I think but the clever people are going to be the one who twist it around as well. So, I mean, if you saw, um, Woolworths once had a, someone saw, um, tweeted a picture of their salad, and in the salad there was clever. a frog. Um, and, and it was how ridiculous and disgusting. And people, yes, disgusting, sis, I can't believe it. And they came back as, it's so fresh. You know, so organic. It's so organic. <laughs> you know, this, and, and obviously, mm-hmm. and everyone loved that, loved that. So I suppose you've got to have that young, you be young and dynamic now, and to be on top of it. You cannot rely on the old, we need to control our and message. Cheeky. There's no control yet. There's no control, right? I well, think, and you got to be cheeky. You, I think being cheeky is important. But I people mean, appreciate not ridiculous, that. Ridiculous, right? but you know, you, you've got to. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my favorite kind of trend that I'm watching is kind of newsjacking, mm-hmm. where people are taking something that's happening in the world and making it about their brand. And the, the first, this whole started, the famous example is um, Oreos, you know, people, mm-hmm. the, the biscuits. So everyone was watching the American football, which is the biggest event kind of on the, in, in the whole in America, millions and millions of eyeballs, watching this game, and then there was a power failure. And the entire studio, the uh, entire kind of um, field went mm-hmm. black, pitch, pitch black. Um, Oreo tweeted a simple thing, a picture of the Oreo biscuit with a caption saying, you can still dunk in the dark. <laughs> and that went viral, <laughs> insanely viral. Yeah. So they took something an event, they weren't disrespectful about it, mm-hmm. no, and, they, and, and they, they became cheeky. Mm. And, that, and that just went ridiculously well. Um, all right, guys, more questions are coming in on Twitter, so we'll get, get to them shortly. Let's take a quick two-second break. Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Leon Segev. On and we are back. And um, before the break, we were speaking about the future of technology, the future of media. So in case you missed that first part of the show, obviously, if you download the podcast, you'll be able to hear all of that. In studio, we've got Claire. Hello, Claire. Hello. 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 Claire's like really into the stuff. She's got so many questions so ready, to, ready to go. Um, we've also got um, Mark Walker from IDC. Hello, okay, um, who's giving us seriously <laughs> the rinsats. Uh, uh Between the two of them, trying to control them, I need a taser. I need, uh, <laughs> I, we need to bring a taser into the studio. Technology this, always works. Technology, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we've had, we've had a whole bunch of questions kind of that have come, have come in during, during our conversation. And uh, Claire, you want to speak about the fees must fall one? Yeah, yeah, we were just, um, I was quite interested, you know, last year with the whole um, student uprising and everyone having a, it's about the um, fees. Last year. Last week. Did oh, I say it, last yeah. year? It was a long weekend. It was a long weekend, right? <laughs> no, last <Wow>. week. Wow. <laughs> so, um, you know, we were just talking about now the fee- after the fees must fall hashtag, there's going to be a hell of a lot of I've read a discovery must fall hashtag and a mm. this must fall hashtag and New Zealand must fall hashtag. And, <laughs> and it's just, you know. Too much, I think. It becomes, it starts to become irrelevant. Yeah. So, you know, people, are, everything must fall. Okay, well, you know, I think the students were dead right in what they're totally. doing. Totally. But, you know, now it becomes an also ran. Mm. Kind of like mm. a long tail and on me, this me thing. Me too. Yeah, me too. And, you know, the, I think the more me tooing happening, the less impactful it becomes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's quite, it, Look, but uh, it's easy to do as well. That's the problem. People think they're being funny and it's just really loses, sure. loses, loses relevance, it. really. And I think that's the danger because there could be a really good topic and a really good kind of, um, you know, something that we need to highlight. And if people start mocking it or start expanding it to, 30 or 40 other things mm-hmm. which I don't care about. Two trivial things. Yeah. And then I'm starting to lose, I'm starting to lose the impact of yeah. the main message. Yeah. Um, I think to their, to the students' credit, everyone was pretty focused over the week, um, yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, using kind Definitely. of that hashtag. Um, the big danger which I was worried about was, will it survive the weekend? I have a feeling if it didn't end on Friday, by the end of the weekend and Monday comes, then the imp- after the rugby, then the impact starts to kind of New diminish. cycles. New cycles. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's all about timing. Yeah, and things need to happen now. And I thought that's the the whole thing of um, Twitter that it is real time, mm-hmm. and it is now, now, now. Um, I read a great um, kind of study that the British police are now using the location um, of your tweets to try and identify sentiments. So if someone, um, you know, a president from the states come to to London, um, then they'll use that to say what are people feeling about it. If people are all gathering in a certain pub. Saying, "Oh, this is terrible. He must be. He must, you know, he must leave the country." Clever. Then they'll send. They'll deploy more police to that area just to make sure that it keeps in check. Clever. So the whole um, big, big data. Well, so it's big data. Strike Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Strike cameras. Strike. Mm-hmm. Are we always on um, privacy? Is that a thing anymore? That we I lost privacy a long enough. time ago. I think pri- there is no privacy anymore. Mm-hmm. You, you know, if you if you're on a social network, 
you've given your information out. It's it's out there. It's okay. So just protecting what you've given out and managing your message, I suppose. But yeah. that managing the message is a, is a challenge because mm-hmm. you know, in the old days it was it, to, to, communication was about control. Now right. it's not about command and control. Communication will find a way. Information will find a way to get out. It's like water. You can't hold water. But then there was a great suggestion again over the weekend about. Google yourself and see what mm. information about mm-hmm. you is there. The feedback loop. And the it's feedback. just, you know, you can see what people, you can control what you're putting out, mm-hmm. but you, you can't control what other people are putting mm-hmm. out about you. Yeah, just, I mean, just that we know some of the networks do have an option that, that you can set that nobody can tag you in a photo without your permission yeah. and things like that. But I mean, that's mine. I mean, that's so trivial. You don't know your that. photo is still there. And your name could be there. It could still be there. Exactly. You know? Associated. Totally. Yeah. And, um, I was just because I was listening to to one of the um, speakers on on Saturday and um, on Friday, and she was saying there is actually um, a thing called uh, justdelete.me, and right. you, it, it'll take you through steps if you don't like some of the stuff that's okay. out there of you, or you did something in your past that you know you maybe you know don't now you're, to, you're sure. yeah. No, so you, I thought that was quite now. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you can you can tone it down a little bit maybe. Well, interesting. I mean, it kind of leads us on to Joe's question. He says, um, I'm not sure if Joe's a guy or a girl. Just Is it sorry, an E at the end or a J-O. It's a girl, I think. Okay. So, Joe says. Oh, my God. I've just insulted I'm, I'm Joe, the man <laughs> who has no E at the end. I'm sorry. Right, how does this impact in the way companies communicate with their respective audience? I think it's got a massive impact. You know, the traditional old marketing model, 4P model, and how you go to market and how you communicate yourself, PR model. I think that's gone. You know, at the end of the day, the consumer will decide how you will, how they will let you in, into their, into their themselves and into their group. So more and more, it's, it becomes about how do you manage your social media, mm. what kind of messages out there, how fast are you reacting? Your KLM example, right. how fast are you reacting? How efficient did you react? Um, did you get the problem solved? Because if you didn't get the problem solved first time, it's going to be, it's going to go. And so I think marketing is. There's a, there's a proactive side and then there's a reactive side. Yeah. That they're gonna and, and it's all based on the g- digital platforms. I think traditional marketing, the old the old classic sense, that it still it still has relevance, but I think it's, it's got to be a reapplied mm. to a completely new paradigm. But oh. also, I don't think that has any brands and companies don't understand that um, it's not about what you throw at the public anymore. Mm-hmm. It's more about what they perceive. Uh, so that is how your brand is now established. It's yeah. what people understand about you, and not what you're th- you what you what information you're putting out there. It's how you've treated a person, or, how, or the response they've gotten, or the product they got, and those kind of That's things. It. It what they say is they say it's your brand isn't what you tell it, what you tell people it is. It's what Google says it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what people tell you it is because yeah. that, that's that's at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, th- we, we talk about kind of the various um, kind of media types that, mm-hmm. that that we have. I mean, on this particular um, show, we've got the podcast. Now, podcasts have been around for a very, very long time, but we've seen a big surge, an increase in podcast, in, in the uptake of podcasts. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm driving to work for an hour. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be dictated to by the radio station or what I can and can't listen to. I download a whole bunch at home before I leave. I push play and I've got amazing content mm. that I can hear and learn something in my one hour drive. Mm-hmm. Is, what do you think podcasts are going to do? What's the future of podcasts? I think they they they, they are here they and they they will continue to grow. The, the 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 challenge with podcasts is remembering to hit the download button. Mm-hmm. I think if we can find some way that you can automate that process, right. um, we, you know, and, and I think companies are already doing it. Correct. So you can say, well, you know, and the classic example is the TED Talks. Okay? Right. So you if you if you regular on TED Talks. You'll quickly you, you you just tag it and it'll download. You just do it's, it's almost an automatic yeah. process. I, I've seen a lot of the updated software version on iOS and Android mm-hmm. with those kind of podcast addict and all of mm-hmm. those systems. You can now subs- if you subscribe, mm-hmm. there's an, even an option now to say exactly that: download when I'm on Wi-Fi because mm-hmm. I don't want to download the stuff obviously when I'm traveling on my 3G, but on Wi-Fi download because people were forgetting. Yeah, and then you thought, well, should I should I or shouldn't I? I, I, I download. Say, do you think my watch would just do it for me? Everything is going to do it. Your fridge will do it for you. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. Is the Internet of Things, uh, Internet of Everything, depending who you speak yeah. to. Everything is connected to yeah. everything else, and everyone wants everything wants to know everything about you. Somebody hacked a toaster. I'm not mm-hmm. sure why you'd want it, but somebody did. And but they used the toaster as a piggyback to get onto the network. Yeah. Um, so the future is all about security as well. And if you're a brand, that's something that you need to be very very cognizant of. It's all cool giving your you know, features to your to your public, but what does that mean to your? How does it impact? It's got a real security mm-hmm. risk. Mm-hmm. 
The security things become also becomes, you know, there's a couple of types of security. Is it the physical security, but also then you know the security of your brand. Security of your brand is is a marketing problem, if I can put it that way. You've got to sort that out, marketing, PR. But the, 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 if you look at your website security, where it, where it originates, if I can mm. put it that way, um, when that, when that gets hacked, I and mean, if, if NSA and, and CIA can get hacked. Sure. Uh, <laughs> what's your what's your odds? You know, privacy is a myth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, at the end of the day, so uh, the more the more you you try, I, th- I think security wise, it's something you're always going to be have to mm-hmm. pay attention to, and you're always going to be on the back foot. And there's, <laughs> if you just look at the numbers, the, the growth in security industry year on year is it will continue, it continues to be one of the fastest growing technology areas. Just gonna, because you're always on the back foot, you're always, mm-hmm. gonna you're always reactive. But I think security though now. Is a non-negotiable. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in the past it used to be, as choice. long as I've got an antivirus on my machine, I'm fine. But then you forgot about your 30 other things that you've mm-hmm. just connected. But now mm-hmm. they're inherently built in with, secu- with security anyway. The thing with security is everything that you everything that you can design can be can be Coming reverse down. engineered because uh, 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 somebody built it. Exactly. And it's always a person. Yeah. And whenever there's a person, there's a way to get into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So finally, I mean, we're kind of running out of time, fast and furious. You had a whole bunch of numbers and slides, some really cool stats that. Um, you know, we were discussing off oh, air yeah. <laughs> 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 about some stuff that's happening in the U.S. and some stuff that's happening in the world. I'm just wondering, kind of, how do we fit into that global picture? Where do we where do we start? I think uh, we we we, tr- we track pretty well to the U.S. The, the one thing that's incredible in in this area is that you don't have this lag because we're on the southern tip of Africa. Yes. Um, okay. As long as we've got access, we've got connectivity. Claire's point earlier about how many users there are. Arthur's point earlier. Right. Um, people will use it and they will they will adopt it and they'll, they'll keep on going with it. So a lot of the trends we are seeing in the U.S. and the rest of the world, uh, what they watch, how they how they consume, it's, it's applicable here too. And um, there's, there's there are regional variations in terms of language, culture, and so on, um, and also in what what is of interest. There's also issues around. Um, what is getting censored or not? Right. Okay. So you've got to just be careful around sure. those areas. That that, that is going to affect local and local affordability. So in the U.S., for instance, you know that what everybody talks about the adult content and gaming is the, the 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 big spender. Well, not really. Last year, retail was actually the biggest spender. Online wow. online buying. It wasn't. Hmm. It wasn't your. You, the, 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 the it wasn't porn suspect. again. No, it wasn't porn again. Okay. You know. right. and follow you know followed about that the broad, broadcast people are paying for broadcast. Okay, people are paying to consume the podcasts, so that, mm. that, that that's also starting to be seen there. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. Obviously, financial services. No, sure. You know, that's that's a, that's a given. You know, so those, those are areas areas of fastest growth is going to be legal and management services. It's growing around twenty percent per per annum for the next five years. Okay, online content. So, so, so our lawyer is going to be finally disintermediated <laughs> eventually, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we're, we're hoping. Um, so, right, so, let, so let's let's look at it slightly from from a slightly different angle. Because I had a couple of questions like this: um, people who've gone to university now they finished, they want to set up their own businesses. If we can, if we used your goggles to look into the future, what area should they be exploring? Understand, what would, what, what yeah, would you yeah. say? Understand and in, look, look at a market. Understand what part of that market needs an applic- an application to be developed. Develop an app. Okay, because so that app, is your start. Apps, apps are the fastest growing area by a long shot. They're growing like uh, over eighty percent per year. Okay. The, the growth rate for the next five years in apps is over eighty percent. So it's sitting at eighty-eight, uh, over eighty-eight percent. Sure. You know, so if you can de- figure out a market where you can design an app for that market and solve a problem, it and solve a problem. That's and I think Liron, you've hit the nail there. there. So it's about solving a problem. Mm. You can solve solve an, uh, not just a problem for one person, but yeah. one person that. Sure. A lot of people have the same problem. Absolutely. You're away. That's where the biggest growth is. Uh, Second area, and legal and management services. Yeah. Is, it, is, that the, is that the vertical? You, yeah, you that's, say? that's the industries that you should be concentrating on. Where the, these are where you should be looking to make solutions. Legal management services. So if you're an accountant, you're a lawyer, put, your, put yourself online. You're a, te- you're, you're a techie, and you're able to, just like your blog, you know, where you're solving somebody's problem for them, that's a great way to, to, to focus on. And that, that's where the growth is going to be for the next couple of years. Okay, so Good there we know. go. Good to know. So I've learned a couple of things yet. So podcasts are cool. <laughs> um, Facebook is going into um, video, which is cool too. Facebook and, makes you cool. Yeah, and being a techie is like the ultimate. Ta-da! Right? Being techie is so Just It's just the best. But we were speaking to Jason Jordan. Jordan? Jordan. Jordan. And he's a forensic CSI, South Africa's CSI. And he was kind of like saying that if you're in legal 
and you understand tech, you'll coin it. Beautiful because, uh, because nobody understands the tech, and it's still a legal system that people have to abide by, and nobody has a cooking clue what a DNS is and how the IP addresses work and all of those things. If you're in that game, brush up on your tech, study law, and get ready to rock and roll. Mm. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Pretty much it. So, but it, which it ties into your research yeah, as well. Yeah. The same kind of management services, financial, that's where it's at. Yeah. If, you, if you're solving the problems of, of corporates and you've got a little app that they put onto their website. Right. Rock and roll. You're done. All right. Final words from you, from your side. What would you say kind of to, um, to the audience? What, should we be excited about the future? What's coming up? I think as we, we should be very excited about the future. I think that there's a lot of opportunity out there, but uh, as, as a famous guy once said, opportunity is often dressed in overalls and requires hard work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of yeah. people that don't like to actually go for it. No, yeah. uh, absolutely. Um, Mark, thank you for popping in. Thank you Thanks for sure. being part, a part of the conversation. People want to get a hold of you. Let's get your Twitter account one more time. That's Mark Walker 36. Okay, Mark, Mark Walker 36. 36. Ta-da. If you're a year older than me, Mark Walker 36. Yeah, let's go with that. He's very kind. You are so kind. So we want him back. That's a good call, Claire. That, that, that was nice. Except he told me I'm not part of the youth anymore. Uh, well, you, well, you've, 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 matured, you've matured, which is always a good thing. We've left things slide. Matured. Matured. Uh, Claire, part of the Facebook. Um, thank yes. you for, for popping in again. Thank always you for fun. having me. Always fun. Um, Claire, to get a hold of you, how do we do that? Uh, my Twitter handle is at Claire Petra. C-L-A-R-E-P-E-T-R-A. Fantastic. Please get hold of me. Are you lonely? <laughs> a, a little. A little. <laughs> she wants some writing gigs, people. That's um, right. So, um, all this information obviously will be available on the podcast shortly after this because we are that good and that fast. Um, get a hold of me at thetechieguy.com is the blog. Uh, the YouTube channel is linked from there as well. Or my Twitter handle, which is usually the best, is at Liron underscore S E G E V. And this was another Talking Tech on CliffCentral.com, sponsored by MTN Business. And what do we need more than just about anything in today's digital world is to protecting our data. Well, MTN Business has the solution, something that can look after your bottom line and grow your top line and safeguard your data. That's MTN Business Cloud. MTN Business Cloud has been created to build African businesses and is powered by the world-leading cloud solution from Microsoft. Big and small businesses can benefit from this true hybrid cloud solution, leveraging MTN's global network. For more information, email sales at mtnbusiness.co.za or visit mtnbusiness.co.za. That's sales at mtnbusiness.co.za. Go directly to the website, mtnbusiness.co.za. Welcome to the new world of business. This is cliffcentral.com.